welcome back to the Inspired Entrepreneur with Heather Hope. Hey guys, welcome back. Happy, happy, happy Valentine's Day. Yes, happy Sunday to you. February 14th, 2021. Welcome back. This is Heather Hope with the Inspired Entrepreneur podcast. So I hope you're having a really good day so far. If you are single, I talked about this in yesterday's podcast. So please, please, it's going to be towards the end of it that I give some advice, some personal advice on um, if you are single and would like to not be single, how to approach Valentine's Day if it, if it tends to be kind of a downer day for you. So it's not everybody, not everybody, well, most people do <laughs> kind of, if they want someone, they usually feel a certain way about it, right? It's just kind of that humaning thing that we do. So anyway, go listen to that podcast. If you are having a hard time on Valentine's day, it'll be towards the end, but, um, cause it worked for me. So happy Valentine's Day. I did have to laugh at myself earlier today because I did call it uh, Thanksgiving again. I said that yesterday. <laughs> I kept calling it Thanksgiving and I have no idea why. But um, so yeah. Okay. So if you're new here, welcome. This is um, a podcast, a daily podcast that is based on my daily book called The Inspired Entrepreneur. And it's 366 days of inspiration inspiration really meaning the law of attraction kind of um that meaning and for the entrepreneur for the business owner for those of you who are um working for yourself and it's really for anyone honestly it's for um how to manifest everything because how you manifest one thing is how you manifest everything and so often i have found I get clarity by looking at other things I've manifested that have nothing to do with the current category that I'm trying to manifest something in. Does that make sense? So a long time ago, a long time ago, literally what, a couple of years ago, I was looking at um, how I manifested love and plugged in like the same stuff to manifest money, to manifest business, to manifest, it gave me a better understanding. And so you know, so everything that I talk about is mainly based off of Abraham Hicks. And if you, so my, one of my suggestions to do, and I know, I don't think most people do this, but who knows? Um, when I was really digging into Abraham, I had so many questions about everything. I wanted to know their outlook on every topic I can think of. So what I did was anything that popped in my head that I was curious about, I looked it up, Abraham Hicks, whatever, Abraham Hicks, you know, something, everything I could possibly think about. I spent so much time <laughs> listening to them, asking questions and getting a really good perspective, really good broad perspective of how the world works, how the universe works. Um, so I highly recommend doing that. Take some time when you have a subject pop up, because it will help you feel so much better about everything. It will. Like I would look up 
whenever I talk about this, particularly, I think of when I had questions about abortion, um, some really heavy topics, right? I, I would look that up and listen, and it's like, it made me feel so much better. It just, you know, on the topic. And it just put myself in like, because it resonated. It was like, okay, you know, getting a broader perspective of how things work. Not just, well, this is bad and this is good based on false premises that we have been taught our whole life, basically, right? So um, Abraham Hicks and God, look up anything, everything, uh, everything. Be that curious, curious little kid that's like wants to know everything. Be that, be that little kid for a while and you will have a complete understanding about everything. You just will. Um, and when something pops up that you're not quite sure about, take a listen to what Abraham is, because Abraham has answered everything. Like there's nothing off limits for Abraham. So, and then you just, you can live peacefully for the most part <laughs> in this world based off of, you know, looking at things in a different way and things, you know, things don't affect you as much because you have a, you have a different perspective. And that's big. That's big. Yesterday I was talking about um, meditating to release resistance because it's the most important thing. Releasing resistance is like the number one thing to do because the less stress, the less worry, the less everything that you can feel, like all that stuff, anxiety, worry, sadness, depression, whatever, all that stuff, the less you feel that the better you feel, right? And the better you feel, the more you manifest everything that you want, literally. <laughs> so so meditate, relax, have fun, take naps. When you have an inspiration to do something, go do it. Like as much as you possibly can, go do it. Okay. If you want to get the book, um, it is on Amazon. And I, you know, I think last week or so I reduced the price. So I put it on a little sale. So... <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. But you can have it on your books bookshelf. I wanted it on everybody's desk so you can flip to it every day. I wanted, so the whole book was written. Well, not the whole book, about two thirds of the book was already written. And it, they're my Facebook posts. These are, I used to write a lot. I was, I just wrote constantly short, very, very short things. Um, I like to get to the point. I like to not drag points on. I, I just am not one of those people. I can talk a little bit in circles. I totally can, totally. But I can't write in circles. It drives me insane. Does that make sense? Um, I used to have a friend for a long time that can write in circles just to fill a research paper. And it would, it would drive me crazy because I'm like, can you just get to the point? And I know when you get to the point, you don't have as much words. <laughs> so I am short when it comes to writing. So I wrote a lot over the course of about a um, year and a half on my Facebook page, Heather Hope. And um, I realized what I didn't like about Facebook is that when you write a post, it gets lost. It's like gone in a day or two. You know what I mean? It, especially if you write a lot, if you do a lot of posts, they get lost. It's just people don't scroll a whole lot. They will. Like you find somebody cool on Facebook and you scroll for a while, right? But it's not like 
a website or a blog where you can just put something there and it's like forever in Google search. And you know what I mean? It's a different type of thing. So I was not liking that. It just didn't feel good to me to write something that's good and then have it just totally be buried. You know, a year later, it's completely buried. Like so much is on there that it would take years to scroll through. So I pulled everything that was good out. I copied and pasted it in my Google Doc. And then I wrote about a third of the book to fill out 366 days. I, it took me about a month, I think, to finish the book and to make it where it's a daily thing. So because of like, like my Facebook page is a daily thing. I write daily. I don't do as much now, but I'm starting to get into it recently of writing a little bit, just kind of engaging a little bit more. Cause I felt like I've been on like a two month vacation. That's how I feel I've taken this two-month sabbatical off of social media. I haven't really officially. I've taken all the apps off my phone about a month ago or so, and that's pretty cool. But um, I feel like I totally, I ended my group coaching program, and then it was like I just kind of walked away. (laughs) Of course, I'm still here on my podcast. I'm still, you know, promoting my book. I'm still, you know, I've still got posts planned on my pages, all that stuff, like stuff is still going on in the background. But for me, I feel like I have been disconnected and it was a good feeling, but now I'm like, oh, I feel very disconnected now. So I've been feeling a little bit more, a little bit more inspired to be on Facebook just a tad bit more. Like today, um, I wrote a short little bit, oops, oopsie, oops on the wrong page on my Facebook page it stemmed from yesterday's podcast of yeah what I say on on this podcast really carries into my day my night the next day sort of thing because then I'll get into a discussion with my husband and I'm like I just talked about this last night on my podcast so I wrote this one thing that came to me um it's got a couple shares I I (laughs) so I was contacted this morning by somebody trying to um what's it called get me to go because I I'm studying to be uh to be a real estate agent I'm studying to be a lot of things right now but one of the things I'm getting my real estate license again I had it about 15 years ago and I am officially getting it again so I already picked out my brokerage and of course people try to get you to be on their team. (laughs) So somebody found me in my real estate group and I had already seen her all over the place, just spamming people basically. And so she messaged me (laughs) and trying to message me all these messages of to join this one guy's team, which is what she, not necessarily a team, but like an upline. And, um, this guy that's supposed to be so great. So check him out, whatever. So I check him out on Facebook and I instantly just got just kind of an icky feeling from it. Now, of course I know Abraham's like, I'm just disconnecting from your, (laughs) but it's got stuff that like, he's like very religious. He's very, you know, lots of, um, I was going to say God quotes. That sounds so like 
<laughs> I'm just not about organized religion whatsoever. That's just not me. I never have been like fully, but, um, no offense to anyone else who is, but that's just not my thing. Um, like with Keller Williams, um, when I looked at Keller Williams, I found out that the, you know, three principles for Keller Williams is like God first family and then business or something like that. And, you know, nah, I'm not really into that. So I was just turned off. It's not for me. There's plenty of people that that's for, right? We, we just have to resonate with what's for, for each of us. So, <laughs> so I found one that's, a, it's an online brokerage and I really like their everything about them. And it's more towards my speed and it's, it resonates. I resonate with it very much. So that's who this person was with, but, um, but he's got the expert stance, the expert leadership, like look at me type of thing. And I was talking about like, I'm not an expert yesterday. Um, I am an, I hundred percent consider myself an expert when it comes to Abraham Hicks. Like I breathe Abraham Hicks. I sleep, whatever that saying is, breathe, sleep, think, I don't know what it is, but like I have studied thousands of hours of Abraham that I just, I, I just know this stuff and I know this is just the knowing of, and not to like whatever, but that's me personally, but I don't get on stage and like say all this stuff, but, um, and I'm not trying to be anybody's, you know, kind of like Tony Robbins, which I'm not a follower of Tony. I'm not a follower of anyone. So this is the point of, of um, my post today carried over from yesterday's podcast and this woman contacting me today and me checking out this guy, this realtor. And I told her, I said, you know, um, thank you. I thanked her, but the whole like lots of Bible verses as quotes, as memes, as all of this stuff, it's not for me. Um, and I'm not about the, and I put ex, you know, the quote unquote expert leadership, like I'm the expert, follow me. I'm not about that. So, um, I said, I'm a former therapist, former coach, and I'm just not a follower of people. I think for myself, I do what I want to do. The whole point of entrepreneurship is to be able to do what you want to do. Um, I've learned to listen to myself more than anyone else. Like I've gotten out of that. It's almost like a cult ish <laughs> feeling when you get involved with certain coaches or people who call themselves experts or whatever. Right. So I wrote this thing today on my page and I wrote, I'm not a follower. I'm a leader, but I'm not leading anyone other than myself. That's, that's, that's what came out of me this morning from all of that. Cause I'm like, I'm just leading myself and you know, I'm sharing a little bit of my journey and I'm sharing my, my thoughts on law of attraction and business and other things, because I know, I, I know that a lot of people struggle with trying to understand this and I have a really good understanding of it. So I kind of share what I know along the way. And that's basically what I do. Right. <laughs> and so in addition to that, like I don't put all my eggs in one ba basket when it comes to, I must make 
millions of dollars being this, you know, law of attraction expert. Like that's not where my mind is. It kind of used to be. But I got out of that because I'm like, I have so many other interests that I get bored if I stick to one thing all the time. So I'm also studying, you know, to be a realtor again, to sell high-end real estate, to sell in the neighborhood that we're about to move to. And because it's my passion, like I absolutely love, adore real estate. I love high-end homes. I love the whole thing. And I'm also studying to be um, a loan signing agent, which is in the mortgage industry. And they make really, really good money. So, but uh, lots of aspects of that, of that job slash business are like everything that I really like doing. I like getting out of the house. I like talking to people. I like driving. I like in and out appointments where you only meet with somebody for maybe an hour and you're like done forever. <laughs> like I don't like, like when, when you do coaching with people, you can work with them for a long, long time. Like I am ready for like, hey, let's have a quick meeting, like a quick, you know, little bit. And that's awesome. I really like that. It's fun. And then like part ways. I'm really good about parting ways with people. <laughs> That's like, I don't get attached too much with people. Um, like, of course, my husband, my dog, it's basically it in my life that I'm a bit attached to. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's enough of that. But so I've got like, I opened up my like vortex. I got into vibrational alignment with my vortex and attracted all these other exciting ideas to pursue. And I did that through my program, The Soul Line Business. And The Soul Line Business is what my coaching program was last year. And through my own program, I attracted so many more ideas and avenues of money. Now, this is going to lead in perfectly to today's message. Yes, we're going to get there. February 14th, let me read what today's message is because I just I, I you know you know when I get on this call or on this call on this podcast I have zero plans on what to say like nothing I have nothing all I know is as long as I'm feeling inspired to do this podcast it's all good and what I do is I normally don't read the message the day's message until I get live on here like I just don't <laughs> I don't prepare anything I prefer it that way I don't, I've never used a script for anything in my life. I, I just, I wing it. I basically wing everything I do and everything works out. So, because I follow inspiration, I'm doing the things I love to do. And actually I was kind of funky today. Remember I said that <sighs> there's days that I'm, I don't feel very productive. In fact, very little gets done. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's mid-afternoon and I look outside and it's overcast. Literally, that happened again today. And I'm like, how is this happening? I don't realize that it's so overcast until I realize it's overcast. And I'm like, literally had another day like that. So so what I felt called to do was to do my podcast because every time I do my podcast, I feel so much better. I just feel good because I'm doing what I love to do. Okay, so today's message is... Do what you love and the money will follow. Perfect for Valentine's Day. I didn't line these days up at all either. These all fell into the perfect place. I did not have one thought of what day 
was going to be what message. They just fell into place. Okay, so do what you love and the money will follow. It follows because you're passionate. You're in alignment, living happily ever after. That's why the money will follow. Do what you love and the money will follow. Okay, <laughs> let me grab my water. I'm starting to get thirsty again. So, you know, sometimes that can be like what I'm doing, multiple different things. And I highly recommend it. If you have other thoughts, but you think you can only do one thing at a time. Now that, well, if you think you can only do one thing at a time, I bet that that sounds like a limiting belief to you, right? Because it's a belief, right? You only think you can do one thing at a time and it's limiting you, right? <laughs> because it's making you only do one thing at a time. But if you're like me, you know, there's, I think we're all multi-passionate humans. I think we all are. And there's a lot of things like I personally get bored doing the same thing every day. I, I just could cry. If I have to do the same exact thing every single day, I just, no, I don't want to do that. The only thing I could do every single day is I can basically eat the same breakfast every single day for a very long time. I can, and I, uh, sometimes I'm good on diets about that. Like I can eat the same thing every day, like the same lunch, the same breakfast, sometimes the same dinner. Like I can eat the same thing every day because this is why, because I have found something that I absolutely love and I love it enough that I can eat it every day. So that's about the only thing I can do every day. I mean, other than I can sleep every day, I can eat every day in general, but there's not much I can do outside of that that I can do every day without crying myself to sleep or something. But so do what you love and the money will follow. It follows because you're passionate, right? The energy is there. You're inspired, you're passionate, energized, on fire, feeling good, right? That's what you follow. And the thing with the money, here's where this is a key with life, with our life, is that money doesn't just come from working. Like that's not the only avenue. And that's what, you know, the other average American, or not American, average human thinks right? It's like you get money. The only way you can have money is if you do a job, work a job, right? It's the only way you can get money. Like occasionally you can get lucky. You can, you know, whatever, but nobody believes. Most people don't believe that money can just come out of who knows where. It's not nowhere. It's who knows where, because we don't know where before it comes in, right? Sometimes we still don't know where it comes in when it comes in. So it's opening up the valve of abundance and that you can, you can, you can always get things without money. Like I'm living proof. So I think it was yesterday I was meditating and I thought about the car. If you don't know the, the story about the car, I haven't talked about it in a while, but it's one of the manifestations that I, I that I had a couple of years ago. And, um, it's my, it's my friend's car. So my friend, well, I'm just going to say my, my ex-boyfriend from many, many years ago, like basically my first boyfriend, kind of my first boyfriend, this was 
21 years ago, um, bought this car. It's crazy to know that it's been that long, but um, wanted this car. I helped him, you know, supported him. I didn't pay for it, but to get this car because he really wanted it. And so we've been friends ever since, like good friends ever since. And um, he's had his car parked at my house for the past five, six years just because I have the land. So he's got two of them here. Um, and one of them, it's just a really nice car. It's a really nice car. It's a, it's a tra uh, Trans Am gorgeous, absolutely stunning sports car. And it's black. It's just gorgeous. I've always loved this car. So when we were together, you know, this car was part of the relationship. <laughs> it was just there. It, was, it has its name and everything. So, um, so I, I let the car stay here and it's still here. And so a couple of years ago, I was talking to Roger, my husband, about, um, I was looking at another car to, I was just looking online and the car, I think it was, I was looking at a Cadillac, another car. I have a list of cars that I really love. I was looking at this Cadillac and it was in black and I'm like, I don't want black. I wanted the ruby red, just like the car I have. I have a ruby red car. It's beautiful. And so... I was looking at this car and it's black and I'm like, no, I don't want black. Like, I don't like white cars. Like I think white cars are need a personality. They need to be a different color <laughs> to enjoy like vibrant colors. But anyway, um, so I was talking about black and I'm like, the only car that I like in black was my Mercedes. I had a Mercedes, um, black, dark tinted windows. It looked like I was part of the mafia, I swear. And, um, that looks really good in black. And then I'm like, the only car that I like is, was my Mercedes in black. And then I thought the pop, the, my, the thought popped in my head. Oh, the only other car I like in black is that Trans Am parked in my driveway. And so I'm like, huh? And so I'm, I'm like, let's go out there and look at it. So we went outside and looked at it and I'm like, this car is so beautiful. I love this car. And then I started talking about it. I was like, it's right here. Like doesn't drive it. It's not licensed or tagged or anything. Um, and, or it expired in me. I mean, and, um, and I just got this idea of like, well, I have this car sitting here. And so I messaged, um, my now friend. Right. And, uh, I'm like, I want your car. <laughs> I want your car. So I had this inspiration to text and say, I want your car. I love your car. I've always loved your car, of course. And it, it the discussion went on the rest of the day, text, you know, through text. And it came out that, well, it needs to be fixed up because it had some furry creatures underneath the hood making a home, which obviously is probably not a good thing. It's really not. But it's, you can fix it, right? You can fix it. And I got the car. I got the car. Basically, all I have to do is fix it. So I didn't have to pay for anything towards this person. But, and I'm like, 
oh, it was that was easy. I got the car. I just have to pay for it, however much that is. It, it's less than, we believe it's less than what, you know, market is, market value. So, because I looked online and it was like 20 grand for like a really nice one. Well, this car is in like really good shape. It needs a paint job now because the sun finally ate, ate the paint uh, this past year, which really made me sad. But then when I looked at the car yesterday, I'm like, it's just paint. I saw it in a different light. So yesterday in meditation, I had not thought about this car in months. It's I look at it every single day. It's in my driveway. But I haven't thought about it. I was just like, I kind of gave it back. I kind of gave it back of like, yeah, at, at a time where I felt overwhelmed with everything I was getting and having and doing. And I'm like, no, I don't have time or space where we're going to move. Oh, yeah, we were moving to California. And, you know, we didn't have space yet to move it over. So I'm like, no, you got to just deal with it. I don't want it anymore. So basically it was kind of sitting here with the, like whoever can fix it or put it somewhere could probably keep it or I could probably keep it. Right. So I, ha I left it alone for months. I just have not thought about it. I don't care. Nothing. Yesterday in meditation, the car popped in, in my head and it sparked that desire again because once you have a desire it basically never goes away it just kind of lays dormant for a while until something because I've been you know daydreaming about my I'm going to get a silver um, Bentley coupe it's on my list of my everyday and so I come out of meditation I'm like thinking about this car I'm like huh so I went out there and looked at it and I see, you know, the paint job, it's just on the hood, oh, the gorgeous hood. This car is the hottest thing ever. It's such a beast and it's sexy as hell. So, um, Chrome, it's just, it's, it's the top of the line car, you know, um, it's just immaculate looking, except that the sun finally ate the, 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 uh, the paint job. It's 21 years old. And I live in the Arizona desert. So surprisingly, it took 20 years for the paint to get a little eaten. So I look at it again yesterday. I'm like, you look sexy, man. You are still, I talked to her. She has a name. Her name is Grace because of, by the grace of God, that was the quote back then <laughs> to get the car. So Grace is gorgeous and I still love her. She's a stick and I can, I can learn to drive a stick again before her. But, um, and I'm looking at her and I'm like, that's just paint. And last time I looked at her, I was like, oh God, it broke my heart that the paint got eaten. It broke my heart. Cause I thought it was just like, I think it started with bird poop. And that's what I thought it was this whole time until I looked at it closely and I was like, holy crap, the paint got eaten. And I was heartbroken. Literally, I was so like not happy kind of really sad about it because it's a gorgeous car and it's like no don't tell me it's finally going to crap but that's what happens when you don't put your attention on something and your energy right it deteriorates so so yesterday I'm like you're gorgeous and all you need is paint that's nothing that's not a big deal at all and just the outlook was so different totally different perspective on this car like I was talking to her. I'm like, Grace, we're going to get you back. We're going to, we're going to get you back. And the perfect mechanic is already lined up for you, knows exactly what to do. 
and the means is going to line up, you know, the means to make it happen, whatever that entails, because I truly believe, because I've manifested so many things without money, that, like, I stay out of that equation now. I stay out of it. So I follow my passion. And the money slash means, I always say that, the means, the, the way will happen. So I haven't told anybody about this. I haven't even... hear my husband walking by I haven't told anybody about it because I I just kind of didn't want to go I didn't want to talk about it yet and that's rare for me because I'm such a talker especially to my husband and it was kind of that thing about what Esther and Jerry say about don't tell people what you're doing until there's more energy behind it before there's until there's more momentum. Now there's lots of momentum on this car because this has been in the works for a long, long time. But I'm just like, I'm kind of sitting on this idea of like, I don't want to introduce any, any, any limitations. I don't want to introduce, and we typically don't. Like when we have talks about stuff, like nothing really like we don't talk down on anybody's dream or anything so just one of those things and I'm like we'll see what happens so but my point on that was that I did manifest this car without having to pay the owner for it which is different right (laughs) it's just like my house it's just like um a lot of things money money can be incredibly irrelevant when it comes to manifestation. That's why it's like when you want something, it, like the best policy is don't really look at the price tag because sometimes that price tag really limits your thinking about it. And just know that if you want it, it's done. You just have to stay out of the way. And staying out of the way means, okay, well, this is $2,000, so now i got to find a way to get $2,000, and now let me see if I can work extra hours or blah, blah, blah. That's totally getting in the way. That's like trying to make something happen, right? Instead of like, this is what I really want. Let's see what happens. And then follow the inspiration. Now, if the inspiration is like, you know, an hour later or two weeks later, you're like, oh, you know what? I could pick up Saturdays and you really get excited about the idea at your job or whatever you got. And you're like, yeah, that's a really great idea. I like that idea. You know what I mean? It's a totally different vibration than, okay, let me get my paper out and let me figure out how am I going to get $2,000 or how am I going to make this happen or how, 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 right? Trying to bang it out instead of being like, oh gosh, this car is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I can picture myself now. I live on a hill. <laughs> I have a, a, a little bit of a steep. So I was like, okay, I really got to learn how to drive a stick because I don't like hills. But, um, you know, but I picture myself. I've done this for years. I've known this car for 21 years, which is incredible. But I've had it in my possession, meaning on my piece of land for about six years now. <laughs> so it's one of those things that. It's like I've been looking at it daily for years. And, you know, I look at and there's another car. It's a Firebird as well, but it's not as nice. And it's totally sun damaged. And 
and it's probably gonna go somewhere else and then there's my husband's old truck and like all these things and I'm like looking at this you know depending on my perspective meaning uh, depending on my mood I could look and say I have a junk house like a junkyard not junk house junkyard right of these cars that don't drive or I can be in a good mood and be like look at the abundance of cars like they're all salvageable you know what I mean like you just put a little energy into it and it'll work but it depends on your mood and, and the perspective right so it's like I have an abundance of cars I have I have four cars out there and you know Instead of like, oh my God, everybody just dumps their car. Because I've had those moments. I've had it about, I think, twice. Like getting upset that people just drop their cars in my yard and leave. (laughs) It's like, well, whatever. Depends on how you look at it. But so anyway, so do what you love and the money will follow. The means will follow. The means will follow. The way will follow. People will give you things all the time. Not because you have to be a needy case. I've never been a needy case. It's literally, it's vibration. And a lot of times people, a lot of times people will give you things because they need you to take it. Like my friend doesn't have anywhere to put this car, doesn't have the means, doesn't have the mindset to get the means to fix it. So kind of like what I'm saying is kind of like people get into a vulnerable place and I'm not saying take advantage of that, but they will be, there's always a way, there's always a way. And that's how people can barter. That's how people can get because a person can't take care of it anymore and they don't feel like they can get money for it. They will give you things and that's what you can get things without money. And that's just like, the the like kind of apparent way you know what I mean like there's always ways that people would be like hey can you help me out and do this can you help me out and stay at my house and watch it you know for a long time (laughs) and you know what I mean there's always a way there's always a unique situation because not everybody is desperate for money Not everybody is desperate for you to pay them for something. It's not like that. I'm not. I've never been that way. So anyway, I'm going to let you go so you can go celebrate Valentine's Day. And like I said at the beginning, if you struggle on Valentine's Day because you're single, go listen to yesterday's podcast. It will will tell you exactly what to do. (laughs) So have an amazing rest of your day, and I will be back tomorrow. Bye, guys. Thank you.